there, I'm Leah Ben Miller, the worship leader of the local church, and you're listening to the local church podcast featuring the messages from our Sunday liturgy. The local church is a bold, inclusive faith community based in Chatham County, North Carolina, and our mantra is our mission, love where you are. We gather for affirming, anchoring, and empowering worship every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. at Woods Charter School and online via Facebook Live and YouTube. No matter where you find yourself physically, spiritually, or emotionally, you belong at the local church. And we're so glad you're here. Our scripture reading this morning is from the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem asking, Where is the child who has been born King of the Jews? For we observed his star in the east and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened, and all Jerusalem with him. Calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him, in Bethlehem of Judea, for so it has been written by the prophet. And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judea, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who is the shepherd to my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the Magi and learned from them the exact time when the star appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child. And when you have found him, bring me word so that I may go and pay him homage. When they had heard the king, they set out, and there ahead of them went the star that they had seen in the east until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary his mother, and they knelt down and paid homage. Then, opening their treasure chest, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. This is the word of God for all of God's creation. Thanks be to God.
y'all snuck in after the, uh, my opening uh, remarks this morning, and um, this has become somewhat of a tradition for us. The first Sunday, our first Sunday back after Christmas, we, we do a low-key liturgy, and that's because so many on our team have been just grinding over the last, so many of you have been grinding over the last uh, few weeks, if not the whole last year, and so we begin the year um, and especially the time after Christmas, by like giving everybody a breather, you know? That's really our hope every time we gather in this way. When, we, when, when Leah and I and our team are, are discerning and, and praying about how to cultivate and curate this time in this space, each week it's often about like how do we invite people to take a collective deep breath? And so as we begin the new year, it's uh, with a new perspective. Um, this morning, we thought it'd be fun to look outside, um, to limit our screen use. Um, and and part, of, part of the low-key liturgy is also a conversational message, a back and forth. Um, and so I don't have a written manuscript this morning like I often do. Um, I have notes because I took a couple days off this week too. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. And... Um, more on that in a bit, but um, so that is to say, like, your participation is needed here. This is always uh, a call and response, never one-sided, and so, but this morning, you, like, it, it's actually okay to, like, talk back. It's always okay, but, like, especially this morning. Um, so, Happy New Year, first. Happy New Year. Um, uh, I, uh, like I said, I really love this week that we've just had, you know, that week between Christmas and New Year. Um, it's always been generative to me. Um, you get to take that deep breath. How many of you at one point this week turned to somebody and said, what day is it? What day? I mean, yeah, I mean, we didn't have service last Sunday because it was Christmas Day, um, although many others did, but we, we didn't because it's a lot to set up every week and we had just done it the night before. And so to be like, hey, y'all want to come back and do it again tomorrow morning? It was just, no, not going to happen. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that whole, like, what? So, so my week was thrown off because I didn't have that Sunday to mark time, you know, here. Um, and maybe you did too, but um, how, how did you spend the week? I'd love to know. How'd you spend? With family? Yeah, good. 
Good. So hopefully some, some restoration there. Yeah. Others? Eating? What did, what did you eat? Oh, happy birthday. You ate the whole cake? Is that what you said? A neighbor brought you a cake and you ate the whole thing. Awesome. Yes, good. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where you went for your birthday? The next day. Okay, cool. Sorry, I'll try to keep up. Um, uh, others, what'd you do this week? Your brother's moving here from Singapore. And, uh, and so you're helping them house hunt. Wow. Wow, yeah. And you had some margin, some room to do that this week, right? Yeah? Yeah? I learned a few uh, years ago that uh, the Germans have a term for this, uh, this season, this week between like December 27th and 30th. Is that right? Yeah, about 27th and 30th, when there's nothing. There's a term that they, that they use, which is, uh, I'm not going to butcher this pronunciation, Zwischen den Jahren. Zwischen den Jahren which means between the years, between the years, zwischen den Jahren. And the idea is that, that you're kind of in this liminal space, right? You are neither here nor there. You're, you're in between. Um, uh, and everything kind of presses pause. I put together a puzzle. I started a puzzle this week, which is like the ultimate Sabbath activity. Isn't it like there's no deadlines to meet? Nobody's like waiting for you to finish. Right? It, very much, if you're putting a puzzle together, it probably means that there's nothing else that you need to be doing right now. You know? Like, is there anything more Sabbathful than a puzzle? I got to do that this week, y'all. It was amazing. And, and I also love that this week, I think this between the years provides space for reflection. Um, it provides that, that space for contemplation about the year that has been, the year that will be. I've been thinking a lot this week about a quotation from Soren Kierkegaard, um, who said, life can only be understood backwards, but it must be lived forward. Life can only be understood backwards, and it must be lived forward. And so that's why, like, you see, uh, you know, uh, every, every blogger has come out this week with, like, five things I learned this year, you know? And um, every, everybody with a substack is, like, sending out their, their five things I learned this year. And, um, uh, and, and also, like, your, your Spotify rap to, like, what you listen to. I've seen my Facebook feed has been like, here are all the books I read this year, you know, and I feel totally inadequate. Um, like, I didn't read enough. But, uh, but, but I love that this season gives us space to do that. I ran across um, earlier this week a list of 40 questions to ask yourself every year that creates space for that reflection, that space. Kelly, this is my friend uh, Kelly Hitchman Craig and her husband Patrick also my friend. Um, and uh, Kelly was uh, one of my interns long, long time ago, um, preached for us maybe fall of 2019. Yeah, when we were still at House of Ops. And, uh, and so last night, we went through all of these 40 questions together. It would have taken, I made them do it. Uh, um, it would have taken it, oh, the whole week to like sit down and write the answers, but we got to like talk through them. Do you want to hear some of them? Some of the questions? Good. Um, what did you do this year that you've never done before? Anybody have a good one? What did you do this year that you've never done before? Yeah, Sherry? You had COVID twice. Never done that before. Glad you're healthy and well and back with this. <laughs> and never want to do again, right? Yeah, Larry? You learned pickleball? Yeah? You're learning. Yeah, you're a beginner. I love it. Got to start somewhere. That's great. Other, Adam? Yeah? You did. You'd never done that before? 
Oh, I was that friend. That was a great, that was a great morning. It was like 3 a.m. It's great. Happy to do it. Anytime you need a ride, call Adam. Um, others? I ran a 10K. Yeah, yeah. Proud of that. Um, what did you get really, really excited about this year? Another question. What did you get really, we're only going to do five of these for you. What did you get really, really excited about this year? Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Your son graduated. Woohoo. That's amazing. It's amazing. Lives across the pond, right? Do I remember that? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, local tables in this church. Thank you. Your check's in the mail. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, just kidding. I'm not. I'm not. But if you have others that... Uh, And you're excited about that? Uh, yeah, That's good. Nice. So you're between the years and between the jobs? Yeah. Uh-huh. Nice. Nice. Um, what song will always remind you of this year? Yeah, Andy Hero by Taylor Swift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, anything was on TikTok this year. Like for me, it was, in a minute, I'm going to need a sentimental man or woman to pump me up. Yeah, Lizzo, that's it for me. Um, others, what, uh, what political issue stirred you the most this year? Yeah, I went there, we can do that. <laughs> Women's rights, gun violence, democracy, just gen generally. <laughs> Immigration, yeah. Truth, is that what you said? Yeah. Mm, mm. No, thank you. Uh, closely related, how would you describe your fashion this year? It's not, it's not really. What did you say? PTA? PTA thrift shop. Love it. Yeah, that's great. Buy used. That's awesome. What's elastic? <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Increasing. <laughs> Awesome, awesome. Others? How do you? Bohemian? Nice, nice. What did you say? Same as it ever was. So constant, constant, yeah. Tired mom. Tired mom, nice, nice. I like these boards on Pinterest. These are good, yeah. But I think, you know, the space this, this week gives us the space that these questions give us. Um, in particular, help us to, to stop and pause and look around uh, that we might notice what's different about us, about the world, that we're in a different place, right? And, and it's a way of, of studying our, our lives and the world around us that we might then, sort of like the Magi, it's our connection for the morning, be able to lean into it and follow it and see where it leads. Today is all about the Magi. We're going to get into that in a second, but first... Let's just be quiet for a moment. God of starlight, every part of us is trying to seek you. Our bodies that carried us into the space, our heads bowed in prayer, our hearts that keep whispering, there is more than just this. We are seeking you. Like a dog looking for its owner who will search the whole house, under beds, behind doors, in every corner of every room until that person is found. We are turning over every rock and leaf, looking for fingerprints that belong to you. 
So meet us halfway. Find us in the maze, quiet the rest of the world. Open the door to us with rich laughter and say, come on in. We know you're near, so know that it's you we seek. Find us here in this time and in this space. Gratefully, we pray. Amen. And so um, today is, uh, we're celebrating uh, Epiphany Sunday. Um, Epiphany is the 12th and final day of the season of Christmas. It's this Friday, Patrick and Kelly's anniversary. Uh, Also is Epiphany, uh, January 6th. What's that? Jim's birthday too. It's a great day. It's a great day. Yeah. Um, And and Christmas, you know, contrary to what... uh, 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 Target wants you to believe because Valentine's stuff is already out, right? You saw it this week. Um, and, and the radio stations have turned off all the music. Christmas lasts 12 days, and that's because it's a whole season. Because, you know, uh, we spend so much time preparing. Like, what a waste it would be to just be like, all right, well, I guess we're done now. That was it. Like a, like a speed bump, right, in the road. On to the next thing. It, it invites us to pause and to actually revel in, linger with, sit and roll around in the good news of great joy that's for all the people that we celebrated last Saturday night, Christmas Eve, that, that God is with us, that a child has been born unto us. To resist that urge to move on, we spend these 12 days reveling and savoring this good news. And Christmas tide ends on, so that's why we're, we're singing Christmas songs still today. Um, and it ends on Friday, January 6th. Um, which is epiphany. And epiphany is more than an aha moment, more than a great idea. Uh, The word epiphany literally means uh, manifestation, manifest or revelation or a new understanding. And so it's epiphany um, uh, in which uh, Jesus is revealed, the revelation, as God with us, when the Magi coming, kneeling before him. Um, uh, we, We see a God who doesn't keep us at a distance, but comes near makes a home of this place and this world and these people. Uh, we we uh, discern and discover anew how Jesus' birth gives us a new understanding of who God is and our relationship with that God coming to us meek and mild, weak and vulnerable as an infant, right? And how God's love is made manifest, not in a palace, not amongst royalty and lavish decorations and castles, but on the outside right, among the poor uh, and among the seemingly forgotten. And so that's the story that we heard this morning of uh, of the Magi and and Herod. Um, So what happens in the story? Remember what happens in the story that you've read? I'm sure you've heard it uh, perhaps many times before as well. But uh, the, the Magi go to Herod and say, hey, saw this star. Can you tell us more about where this Jesus is, this king of the Jews? And, uh, and Herod's like, king of the Jews. Sorry, what? What now? What? Sorry, I thought I was king of the Jews. And, uh, and then he's like, okay, I got this. You, you guys go on. You, and then when, uh, when, when you find him, come back and let me know so that I can go and pay him homage, right? Out of the goodness of my heart, right? Um, and so they go, and then they're warned in a dream uh, not to return. And so they go home by another way. But along the way, they have brought Gifts, gold, frankincense, myrrh. And so we use that to extrapolate that perhaps there were three. But we don't actually know. Um, and so um, we know, like, just thinking about the key players here, we've got Herod, who's, who's the king, who's paranoid, who's threatened, clinging to power, right? A little insecure. 
Um, we've got the Magi, who are, um, again, we don't know that there are three. That's what we extrapolate from the gifts. Um, but um, we're not also sure that these wise men are actually men. Uh, it's what we infer from the Greek, but we don't know that that's um, entirely true. Um, they're, they're more likely, um, rather than kings, Zoroastrian astrologers. So there are they're scientists, those who look into the sky and the stars for signs and omens, right? And so we should also hear from that that they're not, they're not Jews, they're Gentiles. They are not, you know, um, part of the, the inner circle, as it were. Um, and so they are outsiders. And because of the gifts they bring, we, we can infer that they come from affluence. Um, but again, they are, rather than kings, more accurately, Zoroastrian scientists, astrologers, religious scholars, Gentiles who deal in magic and sorcery. And what should be clear to us, what should be clear to us, what makes this really interesting is that um, these magi, because they're by no means insiders, like what does it mean that they are among the first to follow, the first to come and greet the newborn king? I mean, that's the, God doesn't show up and be like, you know, hey, all you insiders in the church, I'm just gonna like make this known to you, but he goes beyond. Same with the shepherds. On Christmas Eve, we told that story. The shepherds are uh, despised. That, that job was the lowest of the low in that time, and yet the angel went to them first. It, tell, it should tell us something, right? About who God is, what God's about. Um, and, and what I think is interesting also is um, that the Magi noticed the star when nobody else did. Among the thousands of stars in the night sky, they were like, hey, something's different. Something's different. They had studied. They were born for this. This was their job, right? And so, of course, they did. But we don't get a sense that people saw a star and then flocked in droves to the manger, right? They went to Herod, and Herod was like, what are you talking about? Oh, that star, right? They could see what no one else could. Only the Magi noticed the star among the thousands of other vis- others visible on a clear night. And, and this star, they were so curious about it. This change in the night sky that they sought it out. They sought it out. What, what do you think stirred in their hearts to lead them on that journey? That's, a, that's not rhetorical. It's a question I have, and I don't have an answer to it, which is why I'm opening it up to your wisdom. Curiosity? Yeah. What was that? Gratitude? Ooh, I like that. Others? Adventure? A sense of, of calling, right? Like, uh, the, the mountains are calling, the star is calling, and I must go, right? Yeah. Others? The studying? Something curious that they hadn't seen before, and they want to they play it out to see where it leads, Right? Seeking the unknown? Yeah, yeah. I mean, their whole life is about, is about making sense of the stars. And when there's something there that doesn't make sense, they're going to seek it out, right? They're going to try to, yeah, yeah, thanks, Mark. Others? What do you think they were seeking? The unknown? Yeah. Uh-huh. Wisdom, adventure, to your point. 
um, a yearning for something other than what they had known before. Um, and as I listen to the story again, too, I'm also thinking about like the expectations that they may have had as they started the journey versus what they ultimately found. Because you don't like go on something like this, this grand adventure, without like a sense that the payoff is going to be really good, you know? And so maybe like they're expecting a, a lovely, you know, seamless adventure, you know, super casual. And then they end up in a Herod's palace and part of a scheme, you know? Maybe they were expecting royalty and instead they find a baby, you know? And so it makes me think of the ways that sometimes our expectations don't necessarily meet the reality that comes. And yet when they get there, what does it say? It says that they were overwhelmed with joy. Overwhelmed with joy. So they weren't disappointed. God was still there. It just wasn't anything like what they had anticipated before when they arrived. They discovered the small and often unnoticed ways that God enters our lives. They discovered the revelation of the divine presence and humility and vulnerability. And they embodied the truth about how God makes God's self known to the outsider, to the marginalized, and to the forgotten. And so I want to invite us to just find ourselves caught up in this story as we enter this new year. One in which perhaps as we reflect on 2022 and look ahead to 2023, the, the expectations that we have and the reality that has come may not be in alignment. And yet, could it be possible that we too could be overwhelmed with joy by the presence of God found in the midst of that in unexpected and hidden ways? And so as we begin 2023, like a question for you, what are you seeking? What are you seeking in this year? Anybody want to share? What's that? Submission. Submission? Mm. Thank you, Sarah. Whatever comes. Peace about whatever comes. Is that what you said? Oh. Uh-huh. I don't want to put words in your mouth. I'm just trying to catch it. Sorry. Hope? Yeah. Yeah. Could be healing be answers to questions about whether this matters. It could be health and wholeness. It could be a renewed purpose. It could be um, a more vibrant spiritual life. Maybe you're not sure, but you're moving somewhere and you just want to be used in a part of it, right? What are you seeking? What are you seeking? As you go, as we seek together, um, I wonder what our North Star is. Um, and uh, this morning, we're going to do something I've never done before. Um, we're going to uh, utilize Star Words. Has anybody heard of Star Words or done them before? Not to be confused with Star Wars, Star Words. Um, in this basket, there are um, Star Words. And it's a common epiphany practice in many, uh, in many churches. But um, you'll see... These different words here. There's a different word on every on every sheet. Um, explore, 
awake, breath, abundance, authenticity, self-awareness, increase, wisdom, simplicity, release. And the idea is that, that as you journey in this new year, um, out of epiphany into um, all that God has for you, these words might be your star that you follow, um, might be a, a guidepost along the way that, that as you stop, um, you, uh, you'd be able to look back and reflect and see the ways that God was at work and moving in your life um, by leaning into these words, almost like a word or a mantra. Maybe you don't do New Year's resolutions, um, and that's okay, too. Like, this is not that. This is more, more just something, like, to be a companion on your journey. And the cool thing about these two, I think, is, like, you don't, you don't get to sort through and be like, oh, I like this one, right? We have to actually trust that maybe God is at work even in your selection. And you may get the word and be like, this doesn't mean anything to me. And then at the end of the year, when you pull it out of your wallet or take a look at it on your fridge or wherever it might be, you can begin to see the ways that, oh, I did need that. God did do that, right? So it's an exercise, um, it's an exercise in trust. I was reading, uh, there's a pastor named Nadia Boltzweber, um, and theologian and writer. I was reading her Substack yesterday um, about things that she's learned this year. And uh, she wrote this. Um, she said, I'm not one for New Year's resolutions, but I can tell you what one of my hopes is for 2023. I hope to have more trust in God, in my own heart, in love, in the world, in my body. That's it. Fear less, trust more. And what is this if not an exercise in trust? Um, and so much of our prayer life as well is about like us talking and God doing the listening, right? And this is God speaking first in our lives and us receiving that as well. So when we come forward for communion in just a few minutes, um, we're going to have this basket right here. And you're just going to pick the first word. Don't look, right? Don't cheat. Just pick the first word. If you're uh, online this morning, um, you can leave a note in the comments and we'll send you one. We'll send you a word at random. Um, I'm not going to be like, ooh, this is the word for that person. No, it'll be completely random. Um, and so see these words um, as gift, uh, as we search, as the world may find us um, with an unexpected greeting, but one that, that God is in, in the midst of it anyway. Sound good? Let's pray. Gracious God, we give you thanks for this time in which you are speaking to us. It is no small thing that to begin our year together here among the gathered body, here with you, oh God. It's no small thing to be here seeking. None of us are here out of isolation. None of us are here in a vacuum. None of us are here because, eh, we'll see what it's like. We're here because we're seeking something, oh God, that you have stirred our hearts and will continue to. And so as we move, take steps out of this space into the world with our star words, would you meet us there, oh God? Would you show us again and again and again that you are God with us? Would you invite your divine presence to be found in hidden, unexpected places, meeting us in unexpected ways? Would you show us again the way the way to you, and as we step, as we move forward, following the star, 
Would it bring us closer to you, oh God? Fill us, fill our hearts. Give us what we need in this time and in this space. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you love what you hear, share this episode or send it to someone who could use a little good news this week. We'd also love for you to leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. It's an easy way to share the love. You can learn more about the local church at our website, growlocal.church, or just come see us one week. Thanks for listening and love where you are.